Hey guys, I'm sure if you've been listening along this week that you know that today is a rerun and we thank you for tuning in and hopefully, maybe maybe you've never heard this episode before, we hope you enjoy it or if you've heard it before, maybe it's good to refresh. Either way, we're hoping you're having a great start to your New Year's and thank you for giving us a little breathing room as we prepare for the next sermon series slash podcast series that we'll be going through together through the book of Mark. That starts next week, but y'all stay tuned and hope you enjoy these reruns until then. What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, friends. It's Dr. Joseph here with day number five in our 2022 mini-series here about new things. And so I'm excited. I'm going to be reading uh, out of the New International Version. I'm going to read uh, three separate passages for you talking about the new heavens and new earth. Uh, So let's uh, begin to dig in here. First in Isaiah 65, verse 17, it says, See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Then in 2 Peter 3, verses 10 through 13, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. The day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Then Revelation 21, verses 1 through 7. Then I saw a new heaven and new earth, for the first heaven and first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look! God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I'm making everything new. Then he said, Write, down, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I'll give water without cost from the spirit of the water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. Now in these passages, we have three visions for the new heavens and new earth that God is going to provide at the end of time. We remember that context is key when reading the Bible. So when we explore Isaiah's vision, we can see that this was during the time when Isaiah is reflected upon the promised judgment and salvation that is provided in the Lord. He says back in verses 1 through 5 how the people's hearts were obstinate. They did not seek him. Uh, Other places you see the scriptures talking about being stiff-necked. They didn't want to turn their neck. They They wanted to have all the appearances of being God's people, yet they refused to obey what God had called them to do. Therefore, God promises his judgment among those people. 
And we can see that the same people exist today that did during Isaiah's times. There's, there's not a lot that's changed. There are people that are willing to provoke God's judgment even to his face. And yet to want, they want to have all the benefits of salvation. They're willing to forsake the things of God for their own desires. They're not listening to the voice of God. They're choosing to do the things of evil rather than to pursue the things of the Lord. The same was true in 2 Peter 3. Peter explains how in the last days there will be scoffers, meaning that there's going to be people that turn their noses up to the things of God. You ever see somebody turn their nose up towards something? They want to make fun of it. They want to mock it. And the way they, they are doing that is they will question the promises of God and his return. They will mock the things of God. They're going to try to question the nature of God again and again. And you can see with God's nature comes whether he can or will fulfill his promises. Then in Revelation 21, we have this glimpse into the final reckoning of God. You see, back in chapter 20, we see where the Lamb's Book of Life was open and there were people that were judged according to their relationship with Jesus Christ. This was called the Great White Throne Judgment. And the result for those that had refused Jesus was eternal punishment. Now let's stop in a way and think about this. God's judgment reflects his nature just as much as his grace and mercy. You see, God's not being unjust by dealing with those that are not willing to listen or obey. God's not being unjust by dealing with mockers that try to lead others to question the nature of God. God is not being unjust by pouring out his wrath on those who refuse the grace and mercy of God through Jesus Christ. And in each one of these passages, we see this, this judgment of God that's on full display. And we see that this reflects how he views sin. God is not going to let sin go unpunished. Now, we can also read of along with this judgment, we can see there's the salvation that's provided. Because if we stop and we think about it, if God is not going to let sin go unpunished, in order to be a just God, there must have been a punishment. Which means that there must have been a place where his wrath was poured out. And the place where God's judgment and salvation came together was right there at the cross. You see, we can't have new heavens and new earth without a new life that comes through Jesus Christ, our Lord. While we want to look so often to the end, and we want to look to what happens at the very end of time, the reality is that isn't all about just the end times. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about our relationship that we have with him. And so we can't get to the end times without getting through Jesus. Listen again to the promises of God in Isaiah 65. This is what happens whenever we, we trust in the nature of God. We trust in the salvation of God, the promises of God that he provides through Jesus. Listen to what he says. See, I will create a new heavens and new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. 
But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and his, joy, and his people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. Never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who dies at a hundred will be thought a mere child. The one who fails to reach a hundred will be considered a curse. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses or and others live in them or plant and others eat. For as the days of a tree, so will be the days of my people. My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord. They and their descendants will, with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are speak, still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together. The lion will eat the straw like the ox. And dust will be the serpent's food. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountains, says the Lord. Do you hear how, how God is bringing together these promises? A place for us to rejoice forever. A place that he has created. A place where uh, there's going to be peace in his presence. A place where we will be in the presence of God forever on his holy mountain. And listen again to what it says in Revelation 21. Listen to how this connects. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will with them. And be their God. He will wipe away, I love this, every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Isn't that a wonderful promise? Isn't that an amazing thing to stop and think about? You know, we ask this question, what does this mean to me today? Well, first, know that with the promises of God comes both judgment and salvation. You see, in order to understand the nature of God, we have to see both. How judgment was poured out on Christ on our behalf. And to refuse salvation is welcoming the promised wrath of God as well. But listen, friends, there is good news. There's good news. We can place our faith in Jesus Christ today. Maybe you've been, you're listening to this and you're lost. You're without Jesus Christ. Friend, let me tell you, you're on a road to destruction. Whether you realize it or not, you are. But today is the day of salvation. Today is the day when you can experience that he's going to make everything new in your life today. He's going to make he's going to give you a new heart, a new song. You see, the salvation of God is not just about a place, it's about a person. Meaning that the blessing of a new heaven and new earth is to be in the presence of King Jesus for all time. It's to be in a place where tears are wiped away, where I'm with God in his presence, where I'll never worry again. I'm completely satisfied in him. Because why? I'm a part of a new creation. And here's the question for us. Am I living my life in the promises of God or in my own plans? There's a difference, and there's consequences for either. 
Listen, my encouragement today is to be someone today who lives in the promises of God and the assurance of salvation. And what does that mean? It means that we see Jesus as king today over our lives. You see, the new heavens and the new earth are about living in the light of the glory of Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And you could start this new year off today living in the light of his glory, in his plans and his purposes. And maybe that's your prayer for 2022, to simply see Jesus as the Alpha, Omega, the beginning, the the end, the one that satisfies our thirst and hunger. See him like never before and grow into his image like never before. Friends, that's my prayer for you. And I hope that you just enjoy this podcast. And God bless you guys as we connect at the next time on the next day. We look forward to talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.